No, I like frightening foursome. Like that's that's a foursome you're not looking for. <laughs> no one is. And it's gonna scare you before, during, and afterwards for a little. Definitely while. after. Yeah, definitely after. The frightening four horsemen. Some what? The I'm four t- horsemen I, of frightening. I, I I tried to squeeze four horsemen in between foursome. So you're like having an orgy and. Yeah. The four, the four horsome, the, the foursome horsome men show up. We would be trying to squeeze. We would be, we would be trying to squeeze the four horsemen in between things, but the four horsemen would be our penises. I'm gonna be my dick's pestilence. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't one war? Yeah. So, <laughs> so Damn, just, I chose wrong. That's just the most aggressive dick the whole time. Man, I couldn't want my dick to be worn out. <laughs> you, you, literally, you literally it's went got like for the a little worst. helmet on its helmet. You went for the worst one. Or no, famine yeah. would probably be the worst. <laughs> no, that, that one just could never the get hard. Shriveled, yeah. sad dick. It just never can. <laughs> Malnourished. I guess pestilence is fine, yeah. but what, that implies like. What's the fourth one? That implies I see death. <laughs> so wait, so war is the only good one. <laughs> war is the only good one. All the rest of them suck as far as dick descriptions. Yeah, I don't want a death dick. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Every Good Boy Does Fine, the weekly podcast where we touch on music's past, its present, where it's going. My name is Daniel, along with my co-host Greg and our rotating panel of guests. We'll seek to relay interesting news, history, and a healthy dose of our own opinions, for better or worse. So how's everyone doing? Oh, not too bad. Um, this is Greg here, and uh, joined with us today, we have Katie and Caleb. Say hello. What's up, guys? Hello, friends. <laughs> the stare in your eyes right there. <laughs> I don't like that I got called out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, since there's only two of us, you're going to get a real healthy dose of our opinions. Honestly, uh, it's Probably sounded... for worse. <laughs> <laughs> When people ask me about the show, that I usually like will use a joke similar to that, where uh, I like show them the the show description, and I'm like, yeah, for better or worse, but usually worse. Usually worse. <laughs> usually worse is where it comes down to. Um, but yeah, for today's episode, we're just gonna get into uh, a few news stories that happened recently. Some you might have heard about. Some you probably have been blowing up your news feeds and everything like that. Um, but the first one I wanted to get into was uh, some 41's big announcement. So, some 41 announced that after 27 years together, they are splitting up. The group put out on Twitter, We are forever grateful to our fans, both old and new, who have supported us in every way. It is hard to articulate the love and respect we have for all of you, and we wanted you to hear it from us first. Um, before calling it quits, they said that they will finish their current U.S. tour, release their announced album, Heaven and Hell, um, which will then prompt a separate international tour to celebrate. So I was just kind of curious of getting your background with Sum 41 on if you were a fan of the band and kind of like grew up with them or anything like that and kind of what your thoughts were on it. See, I think uh, I would say that my relationship to Sum 41 pretty much starts and ends around like that single from the late 90s or whatever yeah fat lip. I, I don't think mm-hmm. i mean their, their maybe, first breakouts <laughs> yeah i think maybe there was a song or two after that but i think that yeah. was about it for yeah. me yeah i was gonna just say as a guy who can't name a single band member 
and only knows two of their songs, it's pretty devastating. <laughs> because <laughs> because that song, Fat Lip, was uh, on repeat all the time. It was an, yeah. it was an anthem and, one. Song, oh, yeah. Like, and uh, as like I, middle school. There was a game for Nintendo 64, showing our age here. Um, <laughs> it was a dirt bike game, and that was on the soundtrack. I think it was like maybe... Uh, Excite bike, excite, oh. excite bike, sixty four. Yeah, I but know it was exactly just a dirt bike game, yeah. and yeah. it was one of the songs on the soundtrack. And I remember it was one of the early games where you could go into the soundtrack and turn off the ones you didn't like. Yeah, and that was one of the only ones I liked. Yeah, so it was just on for the entire <laughs> time I played yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah, so like they they were a band for me that I was I was really into growing up. Uh, liked a lot of their earlier albums, and then it was like kind of around their the halfway point because they, they've come out with seven albums now, and it was like the first three. What are they doing on the other ones? I was like super wow. into, and then I just kind of like it wasn't like I uh didn't like what they were doing. I just kind of like fell off and like stopped listening just out of like being pulled away type of thing. Um, like, I think my last album I I listened to was Underclass Hero. Which was like uh. their first like turn away from that like original like skate punk. Yeah. So what, punk what would you classify them in their early ages? Because so, they they hit that mark pretty easy. Yeah. So it's it's interesting because like they actually have a few things to say about quotation marks genre that they fit in with their subgenre because they refer to themselves as purely just a rock band because they're like as soon as you start trying to put us in any subgenre categories it really starts like being hard because different albums have different sounds to them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So like they, they were saying like their first two albums were very heavy, like pop punk, skate punk type things. Like yep. you, you hear them constantly on like Tony Hawk games and mm-hmm. things like that. But then they, uh, in some of their more recent stuff, they actually have taken more of like a like a metal feel apparently uh when i i haven't listened to a lot of their recent stuff it was just when i was researching like this whole topic i saw where they've experimented with some like alternative music for an album some metal with one album um they really have like weaved like in and out but um i actually have a funny quote from uh two of the members about it singer um said we don't even consider ourselves punk we're just a rock band we want to do something different. We want to do our own thing. That's how music has always been to us. And then following up that comment, and this is the one that made me laugh, was the lead guitarist came in and said, we just call ourselves rock. It's easier to say than punk, especially around all these fucking kids that think they know what punk is. Something that is based on not having any rules has probably one of the strictest fucking rule books in the world. <laughs> and I, I understand that frustration yeah. thoroughly. <laughs> I could see that, yeah. Because that was one thing about them that, uh, like, they always got put into that pop punk mm-hmm. uh, corner. Uh, whereas, like, I thought a lot of their stuff, like, they had songs that would go really heavily into the, like, true punk genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, people latched onto their big radio singles that were that more Blink-182 pop-punk style. Um, but they, they were a band for me that I feel like always was in this rough spot of they were, they were almost too punk for the rock and uh, pop-punk genre, but then too pop punk for the punk genre if that makes any sense and i feel like yes they were a big band but i think that might have been what kept them out of the conversation that's like one of the like 
great bands from like our childhood yeah getting past because i was looking up kind of i was trying to remember any other song besides fat lip and then i like came across into deep into deep. like yeah, that I one i can like i can hear but like yeah. i can't even into, the next sing- single uh, they put out there i can't hear in my head um uh, motivation hell song and uh Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I can't hear that out of my head at all. Like, was it so? So they're breaking up now. Is it an original lineup? Did they so hang th- on for th- all those albums? Th- um, they've gone through a few changes. Mm. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but I know like the lead guitarist. Um, he actually left for a little bit and then that actually uh, came back. Okay. Um, I know they swapped drummers at one point. I think it was roughly. When uh, the uh, lead guitarist was coming back, mm-hmm. it was when they also swapped drummers. Um, but it's been like roughly the same people the entire okay. time. That's that's interesting. I'd, I'd almost be interested to know if when the guitarist left, if that marked a shift in their genre at all, and they started going more towards maybe heavier music. Yeah. So it it definitely seemed like uh if if I have the timeline right in my head that like as soon as he left was when they kind of started taking that turn into experimenting with more like alt- alternative and like heavier heavier stuff. Yeah. Because I know I, the, so the the other the, my my only other uh tangent on some forty one is I I know when I was in. You know, around this time, so t- 2000, 2001, uh, I used to, there used to be this, this music forum that it was entirely based on posting the gear setups of, of different guitarists. So you could pretty much like they would do take interviews, they'd take pictures from stage setups and everything and give you these people's setups. And so there was a lot of discussion on tone and sound and everything like that. And people at the time were comparing this guy, at least tone wise to Eddie Van Halen, because like everyone's mm. like Eddie Van Halen's uh, the, the Brown sound is what they said all the time. Wow. And they said that this guy had, had pretty much given his own spin on that same guitar tone. So I almost, and I, and I, would venture to say it's another reason why they didn't want to call themselves punk all the time because his right. guitar playing was always more not we'll, we'll call it classic rock or whatever but it was definitely mm-hmm. more in that genre than it ever was punk yeah so i thought the brown noise was was the noise that made you shit your pants <laughs> not the not the brown noise the brown sound i i hate to give him it but i, w- I was sitting there thinking about the brown which guitarist can yeah. make you shit your pants better let's, let's see if we let's see if we can can make the brown note Email shit? us. Are you shit? You, <laughs> shit <your pants. laughs> you shit your pants. Tell us. <laughs> so many cars just crashed. <laughs> yeah, actually, we all have to take a brief intermission. <laughs> <laughs> for you morning commuters, I'm sorry. Uh, also, I made the kids in the backseat shit too. That sucks. <laughs> just everybody. I feel so. I feel like uh, Sub Forty One's got to be one of the most popular unpopular bands of all time right. I, yeah that, yeah because yeah say. i'm getting into that same same kind of mindset in my head because like they were they were huge mm-hmm. they are big enough for anybody to care now that they're breaking up well they know right. the name i guess yeah. yeah but like i could i can name two songs and that is it. yeah they just always skirted around like huge. in the background <laughs> where like they were always there and being played but they weren't necessarily getting like the notoriety that they kind of like deserved. did they have a single on the radio like a year or two ago or something like that was it like kind of recent they might have like some it, i felt like it was one of those like comeback things almost mm. i'm not too sure I'd have to I'd have to dig further. Yeah. I honestly am surprised to hear that they were still a band. Like Same. yeah. Twenty seven like, years. I feel like I would have said years. seventeen max. Yeah. Well see, I feel like growing up, the main time that I listened to them would be when you would buy those Hodgepodge albums. 
of like Pop Goes Punk, and it would be oh, 25 yeah. different songs, yeah. Yeah. and one of them would be something by Sum 41. That makes that makes a lot of sense, actually. God, but how good yeah. was Fat Lip? Yeah. I mean, that's such so a good, good song. Such a yeah. good song. But but yeah, like uh, being in that middle ground, though, like like you can all remember back to like like middle school, high school days where like it was very defined that like you either listen to the more punk related stuff or if you listen to the pop punk stuff, like the punk kids would be like, oh, fucking poser listening to Simple Plan and blah, blah, blah. Mm. So I also and I feel like they like fell in that middle ground where like like people like. Like the punk kids would throw them in with like, with like Simple Plan and everything, which I mean they they tour with them constantly, so yeah. I'm fair. But like, then the uh, then the pop punk kids would be like, oh no no no, we don't really listen to that. It's a little too heavy. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah. Do people really discern that much for you? Yeah. Because I feel like when I, like when I think late '90s, early 2000s, you know, two years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, or so. I feel like it was just punk the genre and it there were so many things that in retrospect weren't punk yeah. but were lumped yeah. into yeah. punk so you know i think because it was trendy being yeah. being a person who was never into like quote-unquote punk yeah like i felt like this was accessible to me in a way that like simple plan and those bands would right yeah mainly yeah. Be, and it found fell down to a lot to the vocals of like yeah. it wasn't some dude whining through his nose at me right right and it like they're Song material too was also usually not like about like relationships and, yeah, and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that was a big. It wasn't big a sad like and annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they they were really big around like the Bush era because they they made like, around a, the Bush. They made a couple <laughs> like <laughs> Bush era, like <laughs> Bush era, not Bush area. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the president, not the who's Bush area. Um, because they 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 actually made a lot of like political songs, like like you know rebelling against like the bush administration and everything like that um so yeah i I think that like their subject material is kind of what helped pull them out of being like lumped in as one of the like uh like emo pop punk type uh type genres um but one thing i wanted to bring up so they when with this announcement they said that they will be disbanding but they're not like like breaking up like now like it's not that like something happened it's just they're just they're just like 27 yeah. years guys <laughs> yeah know, like I'm just, give us a yeah, break how, how, i wonder how old they are now like i yeah. wonder what the age of these people because when i heard about it they gotta I was, be in I was their like, 40s 50s yeah oh yeah I, I was wondering i was like okay what happened that like made them want to quit or is this just like a hey guys like we had a great run but i think we're all done type of thing and, that, and that's by the way lead singer oh yeah 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 that's actually younger it's than that, I was expecting. It's not that old, yeah. So yeah. they started in what, like ninety six. Um, yeah, they they started in ninety six and had EPs, but their first studio album I think was ninety nine. Man, I but mean, retiring at so forty three, yeah, that gives you a great chance to come back in your fifties. Yeah, rejuvenate yeah. a little bit, you know, limber up, to get yeah. into yoga. Yeah, <laughs> get really into yoga. You're doing your Pilates. Yeah. yeah. You know, you cut out coffee. Yeah, yeah you don't want to pull something when you come back. Yeah. yeah. I was also wondering, too, because uh, the lead singer, he, he at one point was having, like, pretty bad, like, uh, uh, kidney problems and stuff. Oh. Or was it liver? I know it was alcohol-related. Oh. Like, excessive drinking. Like, he was actually having health problems a few years back. Jim, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> it says that they were the... Fun fact, they're, they're Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're the thirty-first best-selling Canadian artist in Canada, yeah. Yeah. and among first? the top ten best-selling Canadian bands. Oh, yeah, you're Celine fucking Dion. right. Yeah. It's gotta be. Isn't she dying now? 
Isn't she dying? <laughs> I thought she just got like a like a diagnosis. It also sounds like a Sum Forty One song. <laughs> yeah. Isn't she dying? Yeah, they, that, that's why they uh, tour with uh, Simple Plan all the time. Is because Simple Plan's also a Canadian band, so they like hit all the like hot spots oh, that they yeah. all like. He was married to Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Wait, the lead singer of Sum Forty One. Yeah. Like the real yeah. Avril Lavigne. I or feel the, like I it's hard. To she say. she was married to. to the real Avril Lavigne. Maud's son was engaged to the clone Avril He dated Lavigne. Paris Hilton? Really? He didn't date Paris Hilton. <laughs> good good was for early him. Early 2000s. Come on. Was it was he his was, spiked up blonde he hair. He was really protesting around the bush area. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um... Uh, but yeah, to get to get back to their uh, their post was like you know saying when they are going to be quitting um, is they already had announced uh, they were coming out with a new album. So on March twenty third of twenty two, they announced their eighth studio album, Heaven and Hell, which is set to be a double album. Heaven will return to their pop punk sound of the band's early career, while Hell is a continuation of the band's more recent heavier metal sound. That's a cool idea. Um, Yeah, as soon as I heard that, I was like, that's going to be really good, especially if they... If they um, nail each one. If they schedule the tracking correctly to where, like, the songs gradually move to that new genre. You know what I mean? That that would be a really cool type of thing to do. Um, But then... uh, so on May 8th of 23 was when they announced the disbanding and everything. Also, there is still no release date for Heaven and Hell mm. over a year later. That's not good. Um, so that's their one uh, bullet point that they said they were checking before. So are they still working on the album? Yeah. Or is it done and they're just not? So can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> they record that album. It's they, like, we're going to do this. <laughs> it, it's, it's been hard to try to find out. Um, they apparently have said like yes it is coming out sometime in 2023 but like i mean that could still mean that it's coming out yeah. in the later we're in about the year. halfway through the year yeah exactly it's weird um so that's one check mark before they disband but then they're doing a international world tour to celebrate this album and like they're like wrapping up of their career mm-hmm. after that album comes out so then that's another probably four or five months after that as well. Hmm. That's so, the most Canadian shit I've ever heard. Yeah, so <laughs> we're breaking up, but like we're gonna make you guys happy yeah. and yeah. still tour. But yeah. like it's not it's not you, it's yeah. just our relationship. I know we didn't finish the album, but we promise we'll do it for you. Yeah. Like I'm thinking exactly. like like we sit down tonight and go, Okay, this is like our last episode. Do we do it? Like do we record the episode? Like, well, quit, well, right? well only if we get to insult each other the yeah. whole time. So it's yeah. a little bit different than a band. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's but no different than every other podcast but yeah so they're pretty much giving everyone like a two-year heads up of like hey in two years we're not gonna be here anymore like sorry it's taking a two weeks notice serious Yeah, yeah yeah um but once i started thinking about that i was like Mm, from a business standpoint this is strategically actually very smart get your your sales in people are going to actually buy that last album instead of pirating Mm mm-hmm and people uh, I'll are probably pirate it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's be real here. Um, and people are also going to be going crazy for ticket sales because they're currently touring right now. So any venues they have left, because they're touring until um I believe they're on for touring till early September mm-hmm. is their last uh for their tour. And then they're performing at the uh when we were young festival uh, uh in October. Okay. Nice. So that will be like their last like 
I think either way, they're definitely going to get more out of it. Because I think we've established yeah. out of the four of us, three of us are casuals. You probably know a lot, a little bit more. You listen to yeah. a little bit more than us. But in the same mold, like if we're all like, hey, let's go to this festival, you know, at the end of August, whatever. And somebody's like, yeah, some 41 going to be there. They're they're going they're done. Right. They're and we'd be like, wow, you know, we should we should go see them because yeah, they're going to. Exactly. So you just kind of add it in there. Like, yeah, but I don't think people a lot of people might go out of their way. But now that like they're like, oh, some 41's retiring, if you will, mm-hmm. they might make yeah. more of an effort oh, if yeah. they're going to be somewhere. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I I really think that uh, when you know something is coming to a close, like art wise, like you like people like, definitely like Daniel's flock. mother's legs, <laughs> like every you're racing in there, just like like a drawbridge yeah. you're yeah. trying to get over before. OK, we, weird example for a music show, but like every painter that has ever lived like their art sells massively more once they die because people know no more art is coming from that entity mm. anymore. Yeah. So it's record, like kind of the same thing. I wanted to include that when we were having the uh, discussion about people's music being re- released Pos- posthumously. Posthumous releases. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> because I was thinking the same thing mm-hmm. after the fact that yeah. Painter's artwork is worth so much more after they die. So Yeah, but that artwork was released while they were alive. Not necessarily. Uh, then my argument still stands. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's uh, uncovered in a bunker with very sketchy heritage. <laughs> All right, well, that's uh, going to do it for the Sum 41 coverage, I think. Does it uh, sum it up? It's, it sums it up. Boo. Don't, don't give Wait. him that. <laughs> Does that mean we have to find a way to sum it up 41 times? I, think we, are, I think we already got into the... <laughs> Ah, yeah, you guys nice. are motivating me to get rid of it. That's for sure. <laughs> well, if you make another Sum Forty One reference, I'm going to give you a fat lip. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. How do I? Do? All right. Well, actually, Daniel, it's motivation. <laughs> motivation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there yeah. we go. Ah, fuck. That hurt my nose. Deviate yourself. If no. you're listening, <laughs> if you're something. still listening at this point, email and make fun of Daniel. <laughs> just because. <laughs> just because. Just be sad about it. <laughs> also, so you've got done. You've gotten done. You pulled over. You've wiped. And now, <laughs> now you might as well get the phone yeah. out. Now you're upset by a pun after you shit yourself. That's insult to injury. You know, you yeah. shit yourself and somebody makes a bad pun at you. Yeah. That yeah. sucks. You're the worst. Although, but if you shit yourself in your car and you pull over to clean up, are you leaving the car running? Are you leaving the radio on? I th- you maybe. Do you pause the podcast? Listen, I, I'd kind of be impressed if I was listening to a podcast and they're like, we're going to make you shit yourself right now. And then they did. Also, what kind of sound system? That's a bougie car. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I would keep driving for a little bit though, because I'd be like, "There's no fucking way. Did this really just happen?" <laughs> That's not poop. And then like, yeah. two miles down the road, no, nah, you smell <laughs> it. That's poop. Uh, have you ever been confused by shitting yourself? I've done it once or twice. You're not confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna walk past that. <laughs> Let's just say the, the 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 first time it happened, I was very sick. I uh, coughed and trusted a fart, <laughs> and, and got a little little bit of a I. I I sharded pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I think we've there's all been no, there. There's no sadder part of being sick than sharded. Because <laughs> you're already sick. Now you're you got to deal yeah, with that. Yeah. And then at least like no one made a bad and pun while I was going to the bathroom. You're feeling so bad. You're like, do I yeah. need to wash these right now, yeah. or can that wait till tomorrow? They, they went in the hamper. I was also like, I man, I was a, a dirt ball like 21 year old person. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is gonna go a little too far but that just reminded me the last time i had food poisoning and i was like back and forth like 
throwing up. This is where all the listeners turn the podcast off. And like the ones that shit themselves. And like (laughs) they've been through this. As soon as I would feel that like churning in the stomach of like, oh, I'm gonna have the like diarrhea here in like ten minutes, Mm -hmm. I would then like force myself to puke. That way, I wasn't doing both at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> especially if you're not what a masochist. If you don't That's have the a smartest take on food poisoning I've ever fucking. Because if you're not in a situation, it's where, not smart. Because some people have a some people have like a toilet and tub situation. But I know the first time I got food poisoning, my bathtub and my toilet were way too far apart. I had to trash can it. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. trash can. Yeah. It's always the way to go. Yeah. Trash can, easiest way. I had trash it's like can. when people are like, oh, "I think I had food poisoning last night." It's like so you knew, you know, you know if you yeah. have food. Poisoning. I have the conversation all the time. So it's like, oh, I think I, I think I have food poisoning. It's like, are you hallucinating? Yeah. No. <laughs> if you're not, then you don't have it. Yeah. Because I remember, I just remember like having to sleep beside the toilet because that's yeah. where I passed out. Yeah. And then, like when I had it, I remember I was just like on the floor of the bathroom afraid to get more than like two feet away from the toilet there's no point going and i'm like unless you are that bad like you just had an upset stomach yeah like you know when food poisoning hits you (laughs) when the old salmonella hits you (laughs) (laughs) and speaking of illnesses (laughs) oh no oh is this a good segue I oh, see where you're man. going with it because I can see the screen. Yeah, because I could, yeah, because I've seen the outline. And that's upsetting. So that's going to gonna alienate some fans. Yeah, sure. I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for a segue when shitting yourself preemptively if this makes into, you upset. Do into it. this icon, but on May 24th, 2023, Tina Turner died at her home in Switzerland. At what? the age of eighty-three, I didn't know she lived in Switzerland. In Switzerland, yeah, she's she actually like a full fuck. a full citizen there. Huh. That, yeah, like it is considered like her like primary residence. Did she have to for some reason? Um, I don't think she had to. I just think at the time she was leaving the country, a lot of weird things were going on politically, uh, <laughs> and I think that might have been a motivation. She she needed a political asylum in Switzerland. Maybe, maybe they're pretty neutral. A little bit. Um, but yeah, after years of illness, um, she, you know, succumbed to them in her home, um, with her being referred to as the queen of rock and roll, she was considered one of the greatest singers of all time. Um, and I just kind of wanted to take a little trip down like the illness path, which like kind of led to this just because there's an interesting topic that happens near the, near the end of her like illness list here. Um, but pretty much she had like high blood pressure since the seventies, which remained untreated and resulted in uh, damage to her kidneys and eventually kidney failure. Um, in 2013, she had a stroke and actually needed to learn how to walk again. Um, w- yeah, which I don't think is, I knew this. Yeah, I, I had no idea. But and the, and the stroke uh, happened three weeks after her wedding to like her most recent oh, husband. Yikes. So that would be like. Yeah. It's not the kind of strokes you want to be giving a new husband. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's pretty solid. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I love how I said I, I like that about it. <laughs> I like that about how this person's dead. <laughs> um, but then uh, in 2016, she was diagnosed with intestinal cancer. And she took the route less traveled. Um, she tried to treat herself homeopathically. And the condition got far more worse. Um, Her chances of receiving a kidney transplant were considerably low, and she was urged to start dialysis. It was at this time in her life that 
she actually started considering the option of assisted suicide. Mm. Um, which is that it, why she moved to Switzerland? Which is legal in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Um, but in 2017, her husband came forward and offered up one of his kidney um, for a transplant, and she accepted the the donation. Yeah, donation, and uh, the surgery went through, and everything was good from it. Um, but then I think the conversation was brought back up more recently when everything was starting to fail again. Um, but when, uh, researching this, it, it brought up the interesting, uh, topic of that, like, whole assisted suicide dilemma of, like, the moral or ethical, uh, side of it. And the one thing I found interesting about it, um, was while looking into it, it's not what you think. It's not euthanasia where the doctor like comes in sets you up hits you with the plunger and like you know you you drift off what do you mean hits you with the plunger like the plunger of the syringe oh oh just i imagine like Like i imagine toilet well i'm picturing you since you're bald like he just smacks the plunger (laughs) off of your head i'm thinking like that's 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 why it's so controversial is because like you have to just hit a person repeatedly with a plunger <laughs> until they die. That's not fast. Like, because it's humane. Because imagine, the, it's rubber. <laughs> imagine how many times I could hit you with a plunger before you die. I like at a point I'd get annoyed. I'd be like, <laughs> like stop doing it. Quit, dude. So I realize that's on the form, but like quit. Quit. <laughs> it's, quit. It's like the, the water drop <laughs> on the same spot of your forehead repeatedly. Yeah. Like that torture. It's yeah. the same way with with a being with being beat See, with now you it's, have uh, me, it's called the plumber's revenge <laughs> now you have me picturing the scene of like like movie style where everything's like super peaceful and like you're going to a better place and everything's very calm and then the doctor just comes in with a plunger puts it over the face and just starts pumping <laughs> away he's got to be like wearing a like a executioner outfit from the medieval ages that's but the he, most monty python bullshit i've ever heard in my life just like we could write a good movie yeah, yeah. It oh, by good i mean it'd be f- Fucking terrible, yeah. but it'd well, be we funny. wouldn't we wouldn't write it right now because there's a strike going on. And we we're not scabs. Oh yeah, we, we do we support that? We support that. We support we support, we support the support strike. Yeah, yeah, unions. Yeah, yeah, unions are good. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. This is a this is a, a pro union fucking. <laughs> and if you don't support the union, you can email us and tell us to fucking die. We only contract our work out to union members. Yeah, we're. Because uh, we cool. don't contract any work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but if we did, our bid process is like super robust and it's yeah. mostly to. If you, you have know. to ask, you can't afford it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, so, but, when, so when they killed her with a plunger, what happened? Yeah. So, no, no, she didn't get killed with a plunger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it took too fucking long. <laughs> It didn't create the suction, so they couldn't oh. pump the it air got, out of it. It took so long, she actually ended up getting a kidney donor. <laughs> Day 42. Uh, I guess just start hitting me with it again. I can't wait for all the people to call us monsters for yeah, man, all I these jokes. I didn't know, her, I, I oh, didn't yeah, know her, and I didn't have to watch a video of her getting hit with it, so it's true. true. <laughs> um. But yeah, so like it, it's not like a like euthanasia where the doctor comes in and administers everything. Administers better. Yeah, administers. <laughs> it's yeah. the plunge. Um, so they have to meet the guidelines that it's like you know terminal illness and everything like that before the hospital and doctors will agree to like setting it up for them. But then when it comes down to the actual act, they hand the patient the syringe. 
and they tell the pate and like the syringes just like piped into their IV. And the it's patient, like a morphine button. Yeah, yeah. The patient has to be the one to make that final push. Yeah. And to, for the act, which I thought was kind of interesting because that takes the the argument of like the guilt of the executioner away. Yeah. Because it's just a here's everything that you wanted. And now it's up to you, type of thing. Yeah, I feel like in every country, though, you could find somebody that just wants to fucking kill people. Oh yeah, yeah those yeah. are called serial killers. Yeah, that's not this podcast. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> or tenth graders. <laughs> yeah, yeah middle schoolers. Yeah, yeah. I, real quick, just to, <laughs> oh, no. just to support that joke. Um, if there's any tenth graders listening, well, like here, here's the thing about, about stop, not old enough. Yeah, stop listening. This, weird. School shooting jokes are always hard to do. <laughs> um, but, because but here gonna, comes one. <laughs> <laughs> don't try it no okay well All right. here's the thing though the it, school shooting jokes are harder to preface than they are to the thing is is like there's always a school shooting so there's never going to be an appropriate time to make the school shooting as you joke. make this that's, that's children are getting shot that's political commentary yeah 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 because it's it's just like if this would release like right after a school shooting happens, like you that's, get, you that's get like, every one of our shows is really gets released after. Yeah, it's because like, oh, nine eleven hasn't happened again, so we're good. We can make the nine eleven jokes. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think we're far enough out. I keep okay. making them. People keep getting mad about it. So you know what? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> hear this school shooter joke. Go ahead. <laughs> oh no, the tenth grader thing was my school. Oh, oh, I was just supporting. Yeah, yeah. Like I yeah. honestly didn't catch it until you until yeah. you expounded. I was just meaning. I like to slip things in incognito. Yeah, I was going for more of just like a teenagers are fucking scary type thing. Caleb likes yeah, to slip yeah. things uh, incognito. Yeah. Like uh, my chemical like, romance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good, you got that one out for me. That's what I told your mom. You got that one out for me? Oh, know. she got it out for you. That's nice. I don't know. I got a splinter in my hand, by the way. You know, see that <laughs> you know, see it was the plunger, right in the wasn't fucking it? Middle. Right in the fucking middle. That's terrible. The handle of the plunger? How did you get a splinter so, in your hand? So, I was out in the backyard last night, just like literally oh, I thought you meant saw. like just now, and I'm like, no, there's I've literally had it, nothing I've had it all day. <laughs> I've had it all day, and I keep forgetting about it, so I haven't like dug it out. But uh, yeah, I was cutting down a locust tree. Fucking thorns, man. Mm, yeah, that'll do yeah. it. Did you get HOA approval for that? No, fuck them. <laughs> I'll cut down my own goddamn trees. <laughs> And all I did was roll it down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably fucking awesome. That like super steep hill behind your house. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that would have. I wish you would have called me. I would have came and watched. It. <laughs> I would have came that and watched was, you push. That was during my. Out. That was during my mo and disassociate so, time. So, <laughs> I, yeah. I was, it was. It, I needed to be alone time. <laughs> that was at the end of it. Yeah, me with just like a handsaw chopping down this tree, just. Gr- like grinding into it, grimacing the I'm, whole time, I'm slipping just, a little bit because that also watered the lawn and a little bit of it got over the hill. I'm just <laughs> picturing you as uh, Brad Pitt in Fight Club now. Where uh, oh he, hell yeah, he, good he, for me. Look at this fucking. You are really gonna love this reference because it's right after he like massively beats the shit out of Jared Leto. Oh, he wants to destroy something beautiful. And yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah. I just I wanted Jared to Leto. destroy something beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> That's That was me, yeah. That was you taking down that tree, and taking I'm sure you would love to destroy it was, it Leto. Was my, it was my George Washington moment. I chopped down a cherry tree. Um, I had, you know... Did you lie about I, it? I had about I think it went from Brad Pitt to George Washington. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> he went down on your... He was giving you an enormous compliment. You're the, like, no, it's George Washington. The father of the goddamned yeah. country? Hold on, what an American. I didn't realize you were, Daniel. You know, I'm a patriot. Did you get your splinter from the wooden teeth? <laughs> you just bite my own hand? <laughs> well, we've derailed a lot. <laughs> so when she killed herself, what happened? <laughs> I think we're past her. She's dead. She's past herself. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> oh, man. She's past her expiration date, that's for sure. Oh, boy. Uh, Keep going. How many more can we cram in here? <laughs> you can edit these as you need. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, right. There's probably a pastor there. Yeah. <laughs> well, to get into our next topic, because I don't think I'm going to find a segue here <laughs> between us ridic- not ridiculing, but just making fun of a dead woman. Well, okay. Like, well, probably one of the greatest singers of all time. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Well, where do you guys where do you guys stand on assisted suicide? So it yeah it's it's interesting. So I have always like sided with any topic of. You should be allowed to do what you want to do as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else. Mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah. And yeah. that's kind of where I fall with this. Like, I I like the aspect of the setup of assisted suicide where it's like a planned thing more off than regular suicide where you're like causing like terrific events to happen in someone's yeah, life. Because yeah, yeah. the problem with probably tra- like, tra- I don't want to say traditional right, suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the problem with the way it usually plays out is there, there it's it's not i mean there's collateral damage like yes all people exactly around you you, you are that. hurting yeah. people around you yeah. in yeah. that aspect yeah I think, I, should, I think it should be like futurama and there's just suicide boots they've made those they've made those right like the i think there's one in switzerland that's like the prototype for oh, the, wow. the, the idea of it yeah i didn't know if that. you look it up there is like a, a thing it's not like something that is in use or but there's like a prototype yeah. for one where you get into it it's pretty much like the thing in future is it well but I think, it, so yeah for me it's like it, as long as there's like a full psych evaluation on the right. front end yes. to make sure that you I, are I think, able to make that decision. so there's actually so i took a death and dying course and mm-hmm. it actually put everything on like an educational level yeah and actually with assisted suicide there's so many things like there's a really long checklist yeah that mm-hmm. they have to meet yeah which makes yeah. sense yeah one of the things that actually decision. really right one of the things I really appreciated was that they actually have to get multiple physicians to agree to it, no, like to okay. agree that this patient is terminal and that yeah. like there's nothing yeah, else yeah. that they can do. Right. So it's right. not just like a oh yeah, because what if you Kevorkian like you make yeah, that you make situation. that call on like two people's opinions and like yeah. that third dude's like no we could have saved you it was yeah. Like, yeah. yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> Yeah, Ugh. you had a splinter, my man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got an infection, and I'm—I don't know. I've been like, I've been eyeballing the the the, the ledge back in the back there for a while. <laughs> it got dark. <laughs> All right, take us to, take us to the next topic. <laughs> so, on a brighter note, um, Ed Sheeran, Daniel's favorite songwriter. I love him. <laughs> he won. A lawsuit that has been going on for eight years now. And I wish I could. I wish I could hate that, but I, I appreciate what? The, the struggle there. Let's hear the lawsuit. I actually don't think I knew this. So, uh, oh, really? do you know the song "Thinking Out Loud"? Yes. Okay. And who doesn't? So that song was being sued originally by the estate of uh, who helped Marvin Gaye write that song. Um, until oh, it was eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. thrown out yeah. by the judge, and then the uh, record company, I believe, uh, picked it back up. Let me see here. Yeah, the case was dismissed without uh, prejudice on February 2017. Two years later, uh, damages by structured asset sales, owners of one-third of the copyright. I always to love let... the names of these businesses. Yeah, right? <laughs> the most, like... Yeah. Fucking made up names in the yeah. world. It's it's like a like I said a couple of episodes ago. It's just like a dudes in a boardroom. Yeah, <laughs> that's, exactly. That's yeah, um, but they owned one third of the copyright to "Let's Get It On." Um, the case was heard by a jury in New York City this year, just a few weeks ago, and 
uh, was found in the favor of Ed Sheeran. Um, so this was interesting because they were pretty much playing on that um, the drum beat and the chord progression sounded very similar to Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. And uh, it was funny because the way Ed Sheeran won this lawsuit was he actually got his guitar on the stand and played to the jury and was like, "Hell yeah, Here, here's my song thinking out loud. And he strums it a little bit. And after they mopped up the juror stand. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine like um, the, the defense tr- and uh, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Prosecution. Pro- would it be prosecution in a civil suit, though? Would I, that be the terminology? I have absolutely no I idea. I need to ask my lawyer friend about that. Yeah. Well, anyways, fuck. Any lawyers, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. So, how does um, a civil suit work? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> don't the, charge us your fucking hours either. <laughs> yeah. That's the question. <laughs> well, like, like pre-trial, like both both lawyers sit down with like There's a still big a prosecution, a, a big yeah. pool of potential jurors, mm-hmm. and they they like suss out different jurors and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there like, so is the jurors for the uh, the uh, structured asset company. Like, are they sitting there like, okay, anyone under the age of 30 gone, <laughs> any females gone. Anybody that might be touched by this song. Might yeah. Be, you know, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. Anyone who could have possibly is it been screen- married. Hold on, but Is wouldn't it, a also, wouldn't it also have to exclude the people that might get turned on by Marvin Gaye? Oh, true. Because, you know, everybody gets kicked Man. out of the room. Yeah. So, like, that's a well, narrow well, so fucking I, band of people. Was, was that the test? Actually, oh. the... Everybody stays in the room if The accusing on. lawyers so put, would want that because they want you to side on the Marvin yeah. Gaye. They want you to be a Marvin Gaye fan and mad at Ed Sheeran for stealing. Okay. Such strategy. Yeah. So, they, so they put a bunch of little... Belts on penises and towels under people, and if any of those things are affected by the song, then, then you know they kind of can't be there anymore. No, what would the screening New question be like? Have you, have you have you heard an Ed Sheeran song, and everybody's like, "Yeah," and they're like, "You can't be in here." Like, no, no. So, so well, I mean, it would be more of a not screening, as in like uh, the judge is knocking people yeah, out yeah. for like association. But yeah, like you, you but can, some say, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's just they just ask probing questions just to get an idea of the personality and the background of a juror to yeah. be able to like make their selections yeah mm. um but to get back to that what so a, what a wonderful move by the by the defense to have him play like yeah because right? like like what like also, some huge on. portion of a trial that might have jurors. been his idea he might have been like what? okay yeah. i'm just gonna play yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a great idea. Oh, yeah. So Sir, he, you can't have your guitar. Oh, fuck it. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He pulls one out of his own asshole. <laughs> he had like a ukulele tucked down his pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he he plays Thinking Out Loud. And then he goes, and then I'm being accused by Marvin Gaye's people. And he starts playing Let's Get It On. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they sound pretty similar. I, I get it. And then he starts playing again. And he rattles off like 12 songs oh, yeah. that all had the same chord progression and all sounded mm. very similar. Pretty boss move. Yeah. yeah. And it's all, and he did it like a mixture of recent songs, past songs, songs before Marvin Gaye, even one song in the 1700s. Yeah. So was this all based off chord progression? I think so. Yes. Like, I mean, this, it, the, it, the song has a little bit of that same swing to it, mm-hmm. but like, it's come on, it's not close yeah. enough to be honest. Right? Because I went back, like, so it, uh, this he won it, right? And so yeah. that like brought yeah. it back up in my mind. I think I did what everybody else did. I'm sure, like, like every streaming platform got w- w- 
a back-to-back play of those fucking songs. Yeah. And so like, I got on there and, and like, if you're listening for it, mm-hmm. does it kind of get there a little bit? Sure. But like, I don't think it's close enough right. to have been fucking caught. To try to make a lawsuit. Yeah. And, no. and, and two, like uh, he, uh, part of his defense too, was he was like, these songs have two completely different feels to them. They're, yeah. The lyric content Not is close completely different yeah. subjects and everything yeah. like that. Because there was, there was a specific chord transi- transition that he referenced. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, yeah. if you own that, then like, I've got a chord. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He was like, not like you can't just own like a a C major to a D. Yeah, yeah you just you just like, own music. Yeah, you just yeah, own yeah. notes. Yeah. yeah, um, like in an interview with uh Howard Stern, like he he was even saying uh like you like if he just owns that, then like what about everyone that has used that before him? Yeah, like does he get to copyright uh infringe on the estates of those people? Yeah, and so he he brought up a lot of interesting things and. A, a big thing about his motivation for this was he was sick and tired of people like making these accusations, not just to him, but like to other artists as well, because there was a lot of that going on in the late, oh, yeah. like 2010s, yeah. um, which that's, that's a weird phrase that I started using was late, late 2010s. 2010s. Cause like, cause you always refer to things like the nineties, yeah, the eighties, like but yeah. it's, it, it's late hard. 2010s last year. This, late 2010s? Yeah. yeah this, it's uh, hard to like this reference. This episode that. has made me feel really old because <laughs> eight years ago for, thinking out loud and i feel yeah. like i just heard yeah. it for the first time like the other although i week. think yeah late 2010s might be better than yeah all these accusations would be made pre-pandemic oh what about, what about <laughs> late na- like late years? 1900s oh. <laughs> Spe- yeah speaking of something that makes you sound old i saw a video of like a very young teenager that found like a kid. <laughs> it was in my incognito time yeah. speaking to this microphone yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. well so she found any this, listeners of the FBI. She found this like ca- uh, cassette player in like her parents' garage or whatever, oh, with a cassette, and was showing it, and was like, oh, I, "I feel no. like this will give a good feel for what late 1900s music sounded like." <laughs> and I was like, I, "Like I wanted to get angry and be like, oh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about.'" But then I was like, "Actually, grammatically, that that makes checks sense. Out. That checks yeah. out. That checks yeah. out. <laughs> yeah." Back yeah. when we used to listen to our Ed Sheeran CDs and our Walkmans, our with Walkmans the, with the skip button that you had to push, <laughs> or like literally, you had an Ed Sheeran CD in your Walkman. No, that, maybe that's... a Sum Forty One CD yeah. in your Walkman. Yeah. No, he didn't because you only knew two songs. <laughs> yeah, there's the two songs back to back. And this is before you could get singles. Yeah, <laughs> he tried putting the Excite Bite cartridge in his Walkman. <laughs> yeah, because man. Oh, did anyone else uh, record radio songs onto cassette tapes? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was bad. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Which is it's also first, the only way we got ringtones. This is the first form of pirating right there. <laughs> Just record something that you liked as your ringtone. Yeah. No, now, now a, you can't convince me to turn my phone off of silence. No, yeah, I, had a, I had a buddy who was really good at editing MP3s, and oh, we yeah. all hit him up for ringtones. Nice. Yeah, he had was some first program. name Lime, last name Wire. I was just, he, had a, he had a program <laughs> that like linked up to a lot of illegal shit. And could edit songs. Nice, though. yeah, <laughs> nice. I had some really nice ringtones because of that. Yeah, y'all still friends? Do you? Oh, yeah, are you? Yeah. Are you jail pen pals? It's a. Uh, it's uh, yeah, yeah, he, no. he got arrested in that pirate bay type takedown. Yeah. Weren't those guys Swiss too? The pirate bay guys. The pirate. Oh, were they? Mm, they might. They been. recently got put in prison. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. They might. They My might buddy is not Swiss. I think he lives in Georgia now, but he's not Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> Tina Turner give, was from Tennessee. Not, I won't give out his name because you know, you know, legal implications mm-hmm. at this point. So yeah, can you remember all those kids that got busted for like having a bunch of stuff on their hard drives? Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, to, to get back to it, um, 
when he was talking to Howard Stern, he <laughs> I don't worked, know if it. he actually <laughs> did this in the courtroom or if he'd said it publicly or if he had it's just saying it like post lawsuit. Mm. But he stated he was like, yeah, if I would have lost this lawsuit, I would have never wrote another song again. Makes, he was like, it would, have, it would have taken the fun out of how I like to write music. Mm-hmm. He was like, I would have never wrote another song out of principle. That's the only reason it would have I... taken all the fun out of plagiarizing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> if people keep pointing it out, I'm going to get tired of doing it. <laughs> it makes That's... sense. So he writes, he writes pop hits. Like, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. That's the only reason I really even heard anything about this lawsuit was mm-hmm. because I saw like his quote about that. And I was yeah. like, okay, wait, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. yeah. I need to read into this, but. But yeah, after after winning, uh, Ed Sheeran was recorded saying, uh, "These chords are common building blocks which were used to create music long before Let's Get It On was written, and will be used to create music long after we are all gone." Oh, and I 100 percent agree with that. And like then he said, "Let's get it on." And he said, "Let's get it on." <laughs> Have y'all seen the the video? I think it was from the early 2000s on YouTube that is like a hundred songs that all have the exact same chord mm-hmm. progression, like oh, just yeah. over. And or over, like the oh, yeah. um, over and over again. That I think they used in the in the court case that um, the Court of Awesome video where yeah, those guys yeah. play the mm-hmm. the bunch of four chord songs like yeah. back to back to back to back to back. It's yeah. like it's it's a ton of songs. I mean, and it, it's, it's every, a very is that the same video I'm talking about. I don't think they play a hundred though. So a shit ton of songs. No, no Ed, Ed, Ed Sheeran <laughs> you, um, is is, is one hundred hyperbole. <laughs> so he only played like a certain number of songs on the stand. But they submitted a list of 101 songs that all followed the that same exact. Yeah. Yeah, 100 songs yeah. plus Ed Sheeran's. Yeah. There you oh, go. Okay. Yeah. Um, all that good shit. What was that, what was that movie where the Howard Stern, like there was a Howard Stern Private scene. Parts? Yeah, it's yeah. just like on the speaker. I was a teenager I for that. I, I probably haven't watched that since I was a teenager. <laughs> I was pretty horny. I, I, I remember that. Yeah, I remember it. That's for sure. <laughs> it was an awakening period. <laughs> yeah, I remember doing something. If I was in that juror room, I wouldn't have been allowed to talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, I I just, I really wish like he would have been quoted making like a Marvin Gaye pun after oh, winning. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah that would have been yeah, really yeah. solid. I'd, I'd like for him to find some way to, to release a song that is like, let's get it on adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> like, but really going after it. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That, that would be absolutely hilarious. Um, but I just wanted to play a small clip just so the listeners out there can understand a little bit about what he did. So this was on the Howard Stern show. Um, just a small clip where he. Do we ask permission for this? It's kind of. <laughs> Howard's a good guy. He he, he yeah, said it was a, good. I call him. I call him Howie. Yeah, I call him Howie. Yeah, thanks, Howie. Oh, he would probably get so pissed if you call. I him can't Howie. imagine he's a Howie guy. Yeah, right? no, there's no. Can way you call he's okay him, with that? Can you call him Sternish? Sternish. No. <laughs> In fact, we've been canceled. <laughs> yeah. If if you're on Howard Stern's team, if you want to send us the cease and desist letter, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll give you the, the socials at, at the end. Hit me on Twitter, please. <laughs> but yeah, so here's a uh, just a small clip of him explaining to Stern like how he actually did this. B, what did you play for that jury? Um, if I was the jury, yeah, what did you say to them? So it was um, so my one is um. When your legs don't work like they used to before And then there's <laughs> Have I told you lately that I loved you? And then um, um, People get ready There's a train coming um, And then uh, What was the Looks like we made it 
Look how far we've come, my baby. I didn't actually listen. Don't she breaks just like a woman. I mean, there was a, there was a hundred and one songs that, and that was like scratching the surface. There was like a hundred and one. You know, there's um, uh, I guess you say it's it's really, and what I was saying is like, yes, it's up. a chord sequence yeah. that you hear on successful songs, but if you say that a song in 1973 owns this. And what about all the songs that came before? We found yeah. songs like from like the 1700s that had similar uh, melodic stuff. And then there was like huge songs. That yeah. So that, that was pretty much like kind of what I wanted like the listeners to hear is like how easy it is yeah. for that to happen. Like, like I said, a wonderful defense. Yeah. Like, what a oh, good yeah. way of doing that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, surprised really good defense. my panties were a little wet. Oh, yeah. I'm moist. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. the civil suit made it that far. Right. Like, why couldn't he have yeah. just gone to Marvin Gaye's team and been like... Eight fucking years? Yeah. And they would have been like, you're right, we're dumb. Yeah, Sorry. listen, Marvin Gaye, fuck you. Well, so... How many so it wasn't not it on. Years. To, to clear that up real quick, it wasn't Marvin Gaye or like yeah, his dead, estate. Right? It, and it wasn't even his estate. It was, like his record, record it was a company that owns one-third part that of the That's structured. They just they wanted more money. They just wanted yeah. money. Structured yeah. asset it's, sales. Yes, yeah. yeah ridiculous classic sas move yeah yeah, yeah they've yeah. been doing this for yeah. ever yeah. since they because i get letters they, from sas every other day <laughs> because their their original filing was for um i think it was like 100 million in damages and like, God damn. what yeah. <laughs> yeah marvin gay is distraught <laughs> i feel like that's one of the situations where it's like you just see ed sheer and record sales tick up and you're like let's fucking gouge this dude is yeah marvin, <laughs> is marvin gay dead yeah yeah he dead yeah yeah r.i.p <laughs> Look. Now you're sounding like Ryan over here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I actually knew that. He didn't say fuck. I was gonna. I was curious what his opinion on this was. Well, he's. That's like um. He, he doesn't have one. We've talked about this. this is, there, what there, his posthumous opinion is? <laughs> there, there was there was one uh, episode a while back. Um, I think when we were uh, we were talking about Mariah Carey and about her getting like power in the Christmas time. I think when we were doing yeah, yeah, the yeah. Uh, the bracket episode, that was the yeah. death match, yeah, and. Yeah, death match. I had a listener that was furious with him because he made the comment. Re- it's real quick in that episode, but he says, but isn't she like only famous because of Christmas music? Like she didn't have a career before that. And oh like when God. I went back and I heard he him made that, I, yeah, 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 I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> she had a very she was, massive she was career not, before She was that. not only, the only reason she got to be the queen of Christmas is because she had this whole other thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Ryan, yeah. if you're listening, fuck you. Yeah. yeah, Ryan, go fuck yourself. Yeah, Ryan, when you listen to this, fuck you. Tell Ryan. Tell tell. I can't tell him, guys. It's it's late. It's past his bedtime. (laughs) (laughs) He's so little. (laughs) And speaking of bedtime, he's too young to have a commute, I guess, too. So he's not really listening to the show. Yeah, it's true. But speaking of bedtimes, I think it's gonna call for this episode. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, so we're all gonna solid transition. We we all have our sleeping bags out. We're just sleeping here in the studio tonight. Yep, that sums it up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Goodbye. (laughs) No. <laughs> so if you want to follow us on the socials uh, like a zipper sound for sleeping <laughs> yeah, this makes it really awkward you, for me can you edit that in <laughs> but yeah if you want to follow us on the socials just, a four uh, person look for back. us there if you guys hear um, let's get it on playing in the background <laughs> just ignore it uh, the latest Ed Sheeran song. you can find us by searching uh, the name of the show every good boy does fine or EGBDF pod um, you can email us at egbdfpod at gmail.com if you have any thoughts that you want to express 
um, to us. Uh, anger. <laughs> anger is always a good one. Uh, Trade baskets of Ryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a separate folder for anger of Ryan. But until then, everyone, have a good night. Bye-bye. Ha, 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 ha.